0: Open my eyes to truth, open my hands to give freely. Open my lips to good words, to pure words, open my heart to love. Open my eyes to truth, open my hands to give freely. Open my lips to good words, to pure words, open my heart to love. Shalom. This is Rabbi Jonathan Slater, and welcome to Open My Heart, Living Jewish Prayer, a prayer project podcast of the Institute for Jewish Spirituality. Together, we will investigate how personal prayer, in its many forms, is an important part of Jewish spirituality. Each Monday and Friday, we will offer a different practice, led by a different person, all praying from the heart. Today. We're blessed to have with us Rabbi David Stern, who's a student, a colleague, and a friend. Hey, David, really happy to have you here today. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: It's great to be here with you today, Jonathan.
0: I am
1: a native of New York, and I have lived in Texas for the last 31 years. I'm privileged to serve as Senior Rabbi of Temple Emanuel in Dallas, and privileged to be part of a wonderful family. Both my wife and I are alumni of IJS programs. And I'll just share as the conclusion of this introduction that the Institute for Jewish Spirituality, and, the, and this was not a requested commercial, the Institute for Jewish Spirituality and the practices it has taught me have made a huge difference in my life, primarily in my rabbinate also primarily. And I'm privileged to work as part of a clergy team where the majority of us are IJS-influenced, and it affects just about everything that we do, including some of the practices I'm about to share.
0: Well, thank you for that, David. And I'm really excited to be part of your practice. So I'm going to turn things over to you, and thank you for sharing your prayer with us now. Thank you, Jonathan.
1: My prayer practices include meditation practice, but that branch of meditation practice has three further branches that go off of it in my prayer practice. The first is meditation where I sit without any verbal anything and I focus on the breath or I might focus on an image, but it is sort of Quiet within quiet. The second version of meditation that's part of my practice is guided meditation, where through IJS or other resources, there is sort of spoken, verbalized guide through the meditation process. The third is the one that I want to share with you today. And that is if the first is one where there is no language, and the second where there is language that guides the practice, the third that I'm going to share with you today is where language launches the practice. That is where I use language as a prompt to my quiet time. And specifically, the language that I use as a prompt to the time of prayer is the language of poetry. Now, poetry is daunting to some, understandably, or unfamiliar to others, or for some, relegated to some earlier time in their lives. For me, Poetry is a fundamental element of prayer. Why? Because for me, poetry is about both the words and the spaces between the words. Not unlike Torah being about the black letters, calligraphy, as well as the white spaces among them. What the mystics called black fire and white fire. For me, poetry works that way. It's the words and the spaces between the words. And in part, that's important because the space makes room for the spirit. In part, that's because I think that's kind of how life is it's the events, the words, the deeds, the choices, the errands, the responsibilities, and the spaces among. The events, the words, the choices, the errands, the responsibilities. So for me, poetry is a good mirror to my being. And it's the language that helps launch me into quiet. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a kind of time lapse of my practice, because what I'm going to do is I'm going to share three poems with you. I'm going to share them consecutively in the space of this time we have together. That's not how I typically do it. So you'll hear that one of them is a poem that I usually use as a launch to meditation in the evening. Another is a poem that I usually use as a launch to meditation in the morning. And another is a poem that's kind of a North star for me whenever I need to re-understand the world. So um, I don't usually line them up the way they're lined up today, but obviously because of the a particular medium in which I'm privileged to share them with you today, you're going to hear them consecutively. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to read a poem and then following that poem, we're going to sit quietly for three to four minutes. Then I'm going to read another poem and we'll sit quietly for three to four minutes. Then we read another poem. And we'll sit quietly for three to four minutes and then our practice will be concluded. So what you have is the lining up of what is usually three separate things, but in each case, It's poem followed by quiet sit. So what I invite you to do in terms of your physical location right now is if you're listening to this podcast while walking, try to uh, make it a mindfulness walk and allow yourself the space of both the poetry and the silence that follows it. If you're in a place where you can adopt a posture that you might, if you have a meditation practice, that's wonderful. So a meditation cushion or a chair in which you usually meditate. I usually meditate in a particular chair by a particular window, and I'm sitting in that particular chair now and sitting at that particular window now. So whatever is the physical location and posture for you that allows you to be open to what's to come, that's great. If you are seated in a chair, I recommend that you uncross your legs, have your feet flat on the floor, let your hands fall where they may, palms up, palms down, sitting erect, but relaxed. Let's begin with a deep breath in and release that breath. I invite you to have your eyes closed if you wish or in a soft downward gaze. And the first poem is called Let Evening Come by the late poet, Jane Kenyon. This is a poem I read every night before I go to sleep. The Hashki Venu and this poem to conclude my day, a reminder of letting go and a reminder of never being alone. Following the poem, We'll sit for about three minutes. Let evening come. Let the light of late afternoon shine through chinks in the barn, moving up the bales as the sun moves down. Let the cricket take up chafing as a woman takes up her needles and her yarn. Let evening come. Let dew collect on the hoe abandoned in long grass. Let the stars appear and the moon disclose her silver horn. Let the fox go back to its sandy den. Let the wind die down. Let the shed go black inside. Let evening come. To the bottle in the ditch, to the scoop in the oats to air in the lung, let evening come. Let it come as it will, and don't be afraid. God does not leave us comfortless, so let evening come. As we come back into the world of sound and words, I invite you if you wish to keep your eyes closed if you're seated or you can open them for the worded part and close them for the quiet part, figure out what works best for your own body and spirit. This second poem of the three that I'm sharing today is the one that comes from a specifically Jewish context. The poet is my mother, Aleha Ashalom, Priscilla Ruden Stern, whose yard site is actually coming this week. So I dedicate this practice in her memory. And this is a poem that I generally use as part of my uh, morning, M O R N I N G, practice. It helps me at the beginning of any busy day begin with a focus on quiet center and hope that I can bring that with me as companion on the day's journey. Walk with me into the woods. Leave the edge of the forest behind. Come deep into the green until the shafts of sunlight are lost. Feel the stillness of the center. Walk with me to the top of the hill, leave the broad path behind. Up, up beyond where the trees grow, hear the quiet of the heights. Walk with me into this new year, into its demands, into its joys, into the clamor of its unfolding. Walk alone each on her right path with the echoes of the blasts of the shofar with the stillness of the center, with the help of our God. If your eyes have been open, I remind you that you have the opportunity to close them now as you wish, as we enter our next sit. Again, welcome you back into the dimension of sound and word. If you wish to have your eyes open for the poem, you may. You're invited to keep them closed. If you're remaining in a seated position, keep your your heart's openness. This third poem that I share today is, for me, a kind of North Star- orienting anchoring elevating everything it has no particular time of day associated with it unlike the first two that i shared associated with it in my practice this one is just at my side for whenever i need to hear and then sit with its wisdom it's by the poet the late poet lisa Mueller. It's called Monet Refuses the Operation. Doctor, you say there are no halos around the streetlights in Paris. And what I see is an aberration caused by old age and affliction. I tell you it has taken me all my life to arrive at the vision of gas lamps as angels to soften and blur and finally banish the edges you regret I don't see, to learn that the line I called the horizon does not exist and sky and water so long apart are the same state of being. 54 years before I could see Rouen Cathedral is built of parallel shafts of sun, And now you want to restore my youthful errors, fixed notions of top and bottom, the illusion of three-dimensional space, wisteria separate from the bridge it covers. What can I say to convince you? The houses of parliament dissolve night after night to become the fluid dream of the Thames. I will not return to a universe of objects that don't know each other as if islands were not the lost children of one great continent. The world is flux and light becomes what it touches, becomes water lilies on water above and below water becomes lilac and mauve and yellow and white and cerulean lamps small fists passing sunlight so quickly to one another that it would take long streaming hair inside my brush to catch it, to paint the speed of light. Our weighted shapes, these verticals, burn to mix with air and change our bones, skin, clothes to gases, doctor, If only you could see how heaven pulls earth into its arms and how infinitely the heart expands to claim this world blue vapor without end. Thank you for joining for this practice today. Before I turn things back to my friend and teacher, I just offer this blessing. May you be blessed in the oneness of all that is, in what is silent and in what is spoken. May you be blessed in this practice, this prayer. May you be blessed in this
0: day. Me. That was Rabbi David Stern sharing their personal prayer with us, which was so inspiring and for which we are grateful. We hope that you found this practice meaningful. You can use the recording as support if you choose to engage in the practice yourself, and we encourage you to do so. First, use the practice as offered in this episode, following the instructions given. You may wish to practice with the presenter several times to get a feel for the practice yourself. Over time, you will likely find your own inspiration and take the practice in new directions, which will be great, for you and for the Jewish people. Together, we can shift the paradigm around prayer from going to services to prayer as spiritual practice. We are grateful to Judith Silver for giving us permission to use her song, Open, at the start of our show. You can find it and more of her music at judithsilver.com. We are also grateful to Ilana Arion for giving us permission to use her song, Kenya Hirat Zon as our closing. You can learn more about Ilana's music at IlanaAryan.com. For more information about Open My Heart and the Institute for Jewish Spirituality, please visit us at jewishspirituality.org Shalom, until next time. We pray you remain healthy and safe. May I be a saint So can you?